You're listening to the Sean Lowell Podcast. Welcome back to the Sean Noble Podcast. Thanks very much for joining me today. Um, if you've been uh, listening to the other podcasts, you know that I try to answer questions for people when they uh, send them through. And of recent, that's been the the sort of main way this podcast worked. Um, initially, it was sort of interviews and things, and we will come back to that. I've got a few people who've, who've said that they would like to say something and probably help people out there. But for now, it's me answering questions. Um, I've had quite an interesting question, or at least I think it's interesting, um, which is... Somebody's asked, what's the best way to gain muscle? Is it to do bulking and cutting or is it to consistently work well and build muscle slowly? Um, and, and, and sort of almost asking me what I've done. And I think it's, it's a difficult one because I've never really, really done the bulking and cutting thing. I've used cutting um, to get as lean as I can for photo shoots for different things. Um, and I did a eight week GVT taking cyclone for maxi muscle a good few years ago now, four years ago to see what GVT would do to me. And you know what? I, I, I think a six pairs of trousers, it was in the end, I tore the crutch on from Levi's jeans, Jack Wills jeans, diesel jeans, Dockers trousers, um, banana Republic trousers. You know, I, there wasn't, there wasn't, there wasn't a set of trousers out there that was safe, but, um, the, you know, and also, you know, it's where you walk and they rub together, but it was the, the adductors on my legs really grew from doing that as well as everything. You know, I did put on some size. So one German volume training works, but if you get your nutrition right, using something like a, a cyclone product, which is an all in one creatine, obviously it's got carbs in there and decent hit of protein and you get your overall nutrition, right. As in enough calories in, um, then, you know, it works. So I have kind of done that. I've never, I'm not a, um, a physique competitor these days a lot of them call themselves fitness models personally i don't see it's fitness models fitness modeling is getting paid to be a model you know i've done model for techno gym for men's health men's fitness for sky for um adidas you know all sorts that to me is fitness modeling you're you're going along you're being paid to model fitness modeling as they call it where you go on stage to me that's physique competing it's slightly different um they don't all model i get that it's like i'm like a, a sports model or fitness model physique um but for me, they tend to then bulk for a decent period of time to add as much muscle as they can, and then they cut down for their shows. If you're a working fitness model, you can't do that. I could get a, a message this afternoon saying, can you do an audition tomorrow for, I don't know, Pullham Sports because they want to do a new shoot and they want somebody lean. If I've bulked for six weeks, I'm not in the shape of my photos. It's one of the reasons Maxi Muscle started sponsoring athletes rather than using models because a few times they book models from their photos, they turn up and there's no six pack in sight because somebody's bulking or you know they don't quite look the way they look. So um, they decided to 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 use models that always stay in that shape and that's something that I've you know maintained yes I probably could be even leaner in a week's time two weeks time if you give me the time but right now I'm sat here with a six pack and it's the way my training allows me to be and the way I eat allows me to be um so in answer to this question you know I've I've really only done the bulking thing kind of once in my life and in terms of cutting I've used it quite a lot for me it's not easy um when you go on a a six week or an eight week cut to get as lean as you can 
it's hard. You know, it is It is not going out and eating and drinking with your friends. It is not eating certain foods and having them in the, in the house. And for me, I like to have a, a piece of chocolate or two, whether it's a Lindor or a square of something that I've picked up in the supermarket every night. You know, I'm somebody who believes life is a balance and if I want to have ice cream tonight I will um you know like, tonight there's, there's a pizza in the uh, oven uh, in the in the fridge even though it'll go in the oven tonight uh, last night we had half a garlic bread loaf between there's only four bits so two bits each but it worked within what I can eat and I did a leg session yesterday so I prefer to eat like that consistently and enjoy life rather than making it all about I can't eat this I can eat that looking forward to my cheat day I don't like the word cheat day so um in answer to this person's question, what's the best way? Let's start where I'm going to go from. I think the answer to that, the best way is the one that works for you. And we all have different psychology, different psychosis. We all have different ways of thinking. And I think um, you have to work out what's going to work for you with how you are. Are you a very OCD person? Is the way you look and your aesthetics really important to you? Now, for me, I've just explained that I need to be in as good a shape as I can because of the way I work. I've got an acting agent. I've got a sports modeling agent. I've got other commercial modeling agents. I need to know that if they said to me, right, you're auditioning, and as has happened, you're auditioning for Game of Thrones tomorrow and they want to see you shirtless. I need to know that I've not just ruined a big chance um, because I wasn't in shape. You're auditioning for, I don't know, um, men's health tomorrow. Um you need to be in great shape. Oh, I, I, I've been bulking. Well, that's it. You're, you're out. You know, and that's the way it works. The first time, I think the second time actually, when they changed the art director for men's fitness, they'd already done quite a bit of stuff for men's fitness. They then got a new art director, and they wanted to audition cover models. I had to go along, and we all these guys are there, ten or twelve of you. Take your top off, stand in front of the camera, take a photo, take a few photos. Top on, next guy comes in. You know, and if somebody else there is looking great and you, you're bulking going to lose that job um, and also your confidence you don't look great in front of the camera so for me there's a reason to do it that way if you're somebody who the way you look really affects your confidence and your mood then bulking for six months and not feeling good and feeling a bit chubby in your face and not liking the fact you don't have a six-pack or if you've got to go swimming with the kids on a Saturday you're not going to like it then don't do it equally if you're somebody that really doesn't care and actually you prefer strength training and you like 150 kilo bench press and 200 kilo deadlift and whether you've got a six pack or not doesn't bother you then by all means yeah go down the bulking route um do you see what i mean so it's not as simple as which is the best which adds more muscle i think arguably people will say the bulking and cutting thing will probably add more muscle because you know you're going to be in a calorie surplus as long as you don't get it too bad you won't add too much body fat um so you should add more muscle you know you you're your body is in a, a surplus of calories, so your training should be more intense. You're eating more carbohydrate. You probably can work harder. Therefore, your body, and the, not only can you work harder, your body has got more building blocks, so to speak, with the excess food you're giving it to build muscle. It's just then whether you lose muscle when you're cutting, if you don't cut particularly well, you've got a calorie deficit, but you're breaking down muscle because you're doing faster cardio, whatever it may be. And actually you end up in round about the same place. Now there is research on this. For me, can anybody really put their hand on heart and say their research stands up? Because unless you've got twins and you're going to get one twin to bulk and cut and the other twin to consistently try and I don't know, you know, even then there are other variables. Do they do different jobs? Is one got more of a 
one got to walk to work um you know i don't know you know it's very 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 difficult to control all those variables and hand on heart say one to the other um so i think it comes down to what works best with your life what works best with your psychology your ocd how you gain in confidence when you look yourself in the mirror um yes it's partly my job but also for me you know I, i i don't like it you know, I wouldn't like it for six months, nine months if I was holding a lot of body fat. Um, to me, that's unhealthy. Um, and people will argue that, you know, you can be overweight and healthy. Yeah, I used to know a uh, Royal Marine who was quite portly and he would run marathons all the time. And heart and lungs wise, CV wise, he was healthy. Can you argue that people's internal organs aren't as healthy, visceral fat and all that? Possibly. Um, what I would say is... If you are eating healthily, and I'm talking, if you if you want to see how to eat healthily, get yourself, grab yourself a copy of my ebook, Successful Eating. Um, you know, I'll talk in there about um, two fistfuls of veg with every meal, a palm or a palm and a half size of protein with every meal, um, golf ball or thumb size of fat with every meal, and at least a cupped handful amount of carbohydrate. But also, of those choices, good choices. Our carbohydrate isn't white processed bread. Our Our, our protein sources isn't processed meats you know we're trying to choose good foods the veg is fresh veg you know and, and good choices varied veg so it's not all the same thing those things will actually make it quite hard to gain too much body fat because you're eating quite a lot of vegetables so it's calorie low nutrient dense so you're feeling quite full now obviously that doesn't necessarily work with bulking but you can make sure you're in a calorie surplus with good carbohydrate quinoa bulgur wheat couscous um wholemeal bread you know wholemeal pasta if you want to get it in there um wholemeal pitters i find work really well with people as something easy to take with them with you know whatever they want to stuff in it protein and veg wise so there are ways to get those but you're still making quite sensible choices you're not eating bucket loads of i don't know peanut butter with ice cream with donuts which are, are not necessarily nutrient high but they're certainly calorie dense you know there's loads of calories there so they're putting on a lot of weight and telling themselves this is all that they're gaining muscle but actually there's a lot of body fat going down there through bad choices so what i'm trying to get at is people talk about a dirty bulk um if you're dirty bulking i think half the time it's just an excuse to eat badly and then you chastise yourself flagellate yourself if you want to go back to the biblical times for six to eight to 12 weeks while you don't eat any of those bad things and you maybe have a cheap meal once a week and then at the end of those 12 weeks when you get to your your lean point you look at it take a few photos and then you start binging and gorging and it's for me it's really unhealthy so if that's the way you would do it or if that's the way you are doing it then to answer this question i would say that's not healthy that's bordering on people getting food disorders or eating disorders and i've worked with people with anorexia i've worked with people with bulimia and these things are quite difficult to get out of you know you, you similar to somebody who's addicted to smoking there are people addicted to the feelings they get from not eating certain things or the feeling they get with bulimia from from binging on all this food and then obviously purging but with these people that are doing this through bulking it's you know chastising themselves all week not eating this not eating that i'm only going to have white fish, chicken, broccoli and rice. That's all I'm allowed to eat for every meal. And then on a Saturday, I'm going to eat everything under the sun and do a huge leg session, feel really bad for it, have a food coma. And then the next day I'm going to go back to it. And I'm going to do that for 12 weeks. And then once I've done it and I've got my physique and if you're a physique competitor and you're doing a show, amazing. You know, the the, the levels they get themselves in, super lean. And it does take dedication to do that for that time. I'm simply questioning whether it's healthy for the mind and actually is it that healthy for the body to we talk about yo-yo dieting is that essentially then after the back of that show and the back of those photo shoots or whatever it may be even actors that do this you look at somebody like christian bale 
and the changes his body's been through from the machinist to Batman to whatever else he did, is that healthy? Is that healthy on his heart? Is that healthy on his mind? And he, he, you know, I personally don't think it is. And it wouldn't be for me. That's why I don't do it. Um, so what I'm saying is, if you're then going to bulk after that 12-week cut with all these bad foods, are you essentially in a similar vein to somebody with an eating disorder, it's bulimia or, or, or whatever it may be, or I don't know, is it good and healthy for your mind? If it isn't, don't do it. If you're somebody who can cope with that, and there are people out there, fitness bloggers and people who are sponsored that people will know are in the limelight, they seem to do it and take it with a pinch of salt and it's a breeze and that's just what they do. Fine, they can obviously manage it. What I'm saying is, is if you're one of those people, you can do what they do. They're getting themselves in some amazing shape. They can cope with the bulking for the year and not looking great and losing breath as they walk up and down a hill or run for the bus. But then for, for, for 12 weeks, they cut. And for two or three weeks, they look absolutely brilliant for their summer holiday. And then they go back to it. Hats off to them. I couldn't do it. And if you think you can and you believe it's healthy for your body, then, then go ahead. I would suggest for the large majority of people who have a life, have family, have kids, have a job, that's probably not the way to do it. For me, I've got tailored suits. I can fit into my suits. I've got a decent physique, I think, and I think I can look pretty good in a suit. If I gain too much body fat through bulking, my suits won't fit. So what do I do? Do I have one suit for when I'm bulking and one suit for when I'm not? It just doesn't work for me for the normal person. So if you spent a serious amount of money on all your clothes from wherever you get them from for work, and all of a sudden you're going to be popping all the buttons on your shirts because you bulk so much, your shoulders and your chest and your lats with the added body fat don't fit. It's just not practical. So for me, a more sensible way to do it and possibly a healthier way for your body and your mind is to be on a, a slight surplus. And I'm talking five to 10% all the time which if you understand what I mean by surplus, so we all need a certain amount of calories just to exist. The calories that allow us to eat, sleep, walk, function, work, all those things. And you can work that out through your height, weight um, and age. If you want to lose body fat, you need to be on a slight deficit. So you take a percentage off that. And before you do that, you need an activity level, which work out how much activity you do. So if you do a very active job, like a, a Royal Marines commando, then you're going to be on your feet all day, running around, not getting much sleep. You've probably got a high activity level. If you spend most of your time in a car driving or most of your time 12 hours a day sat at a desk and you don't really exercise, your activity level isn't that big. So we need to do that first. After that, we do a deficit of that if you want to lose body fat. If you want to gain muscle, you do... A slight surplus. Now, some people will do a 20% surplus, bang, there they go, they're eating more than they need, and they're going to gain fat and muscle. If you do a slight surplus, you might not gain as much muscle as quickly, but you're still on a surplus, so you should gain some. If you're training hard, that will go to muscle growth rather than to body fat. Over a series of years, and we are talking years, you can create a great uh, physique. To, to put that into context, muscle gain, you see these programs that people put out with before and after photos, and I've done before and after photos, I've done do decent transformations. Generally, the ones that look amazing are the ones where somebody's had excess body fat because they bulked, and then they do a cut, and then they look really muscular and really great. To see a skinny guy go to a muscular guy, that doesn't happen over six weeks. Believe me, it doesn't. And if anybody has the magic answer, other than steroids, as to how you can gain that much muscle that quick they would make millions and there isn't to be honest there just isn't you know there's been research done there's science on it if you see anybody that's showing that they've done it over six weeks it's usually not true or they've taken something that i would suggest most people listening to this you do not want to take we still don't really understand long term what steroids do we know that some people have had them have had to have things done to their heart 
We also, if you listen to Ben Coomber's podcast, I can't remember the guy he had on, and there was a guy who's admitted he's taking steroids for 25 years. He talks about it's not just taking steroids, it's taking the estrogen blockers, it's taking things to protect your liver, and the whole package costs you a lot of money. But if you don't do those things, you could seriously damage your body. And for me, I think your body is the most important, one of the most important commodities you will ever be given. You know, we spend a lot of money on our teeth and on dentists. We brush our teeth two minutes in the morning, two minutes in the evening. Some people never, ever, 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 ever do any exercise. They brush their teeth, the teeth are these tiny little things. Why wouldn't you exercise to protect your heart and your lungs and put blood around your body to make it work, to do all the things it should do? We used to be very active organisms before computers and cars and social media, etc., etc. So, your body, you know, it, it's the most expensive supercar you could ever get if you look after it. And if you look after it, it'll look after you. To quote the Royal Marines, look after your kit and your kit will look after you. Well, your body is part of your kit. So to me, you really, really want to look after it. And to look after it, you want to be fueling it correctly and you want to be exercising it. So I would say you don't want to be putting in things that, yeah, okay, people can claim, well, steroids is something that naturally occurs in the body. Yes, it does, it, to a point. But there's only certain so much it needs. You mess about with levels, you know. That's why you, know, you take certain drugs and your brain goes crazy and you start wanting to kill people or kill yourself, whatever people do. You've got to be very careful with these things. So, I would say to anybody, think twice. I wouldn't do it personally. Um, it's not something that I don't think most people that get into that they get a warped and and social media doesn't help with this because people follow people who blatantly lie on social media about whether they've taken steroids and you can see it you can look at it and you can tell the physiques there are things that like the the, the traps and the shoulders and obviously the, the gyno around the nipples and things you can tell and people still won't admit they've done it that then makes young people think oh well i can achieve that if i follow that person's training program At the end of the day they're just trying to sell you a training program it doesn't work that way i don't want this to be a rant about this sort of things uh, this is not what this is about what i'm trying to get across is before you think about taking things to get you that muscle gain that much quicker have a long think about what it'll do not only to your body and your health but to your psychosis you'll be chasing it before you knowing it you want the biggest shoulders of anybody in the gym and that suit that you did have tailored you can't fit into it whether you're bulking or not so i think a much healthier sensible way to do it is to do a slight surplus and just follow progressive training programs a gvt program six to eight weeks progress the weights each week 10 sets of 10 60 seconds rest eat well eat good foods make sure you're getting enough you know the biggest mistake most people make on this you know regardless of this question about bulking doing it that way or doing it without bulking they don't eat enough most young men that I meet and I speak to who say, oh, I've been trying to gain muscle for two or three years. I'm just genetically not meant to do it. I say, right, I want you to do my food diary for a week. It's just not enough food going in, you know, and, and not just that. It will be a hard training session, hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, because they think if I keep doing longer training sessions, where's the energy coming from for that training session? As soon as they do well over 50 minutes to an hour, if they're not eating well anyway, they're just breaking down their own body to fuel that training session and then they don't go and eat for three hours because something else comes in or you know there was a bit of work to do or they were going out for drinks with friends and they put alcohol into their system which inhibits their muscle growth anyway so if you're really serious about it do the little things properly understand nutrition understand what you need understand how to get that in i spoke in a previous podcast about 20 grams of protein every three hours and blended up veg veg, to help uh, heal the the tendon repair I had in my arm after the operation. And it worked. You know, even the NHS was surprised. Take that on board. 20 grams of protein every three hours. Get your veg in. Get the right amount of carbs and fats you need for your height, weight and age and you will see muscle gain. Now, I've been training in a gym for 20 odd years. 
I remember lying about my age when I was 13 because the local gym would only allow you in there if you were 14. And at the time, I knew I wanted to join the British military. I knew uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, funny, funny old thing, you know, now I know about steroids and things, but hey-ho. Um, uh, and Sylvester Stallone, I knew Sylvester Stallone had gone to the gym quite young. He'd had a, a bit of a confidence issue with his speech impediment and he got himself to the gym to give himself a seek. I wasn't particularly confident as a kid and also I wanted to join the military. So to me, this made sense. I need to go and train my body. So... You know, back then, no social media. Nobody could look up who and where you were, how old you were, all that sort of thing. So, yeah, I think I changed my birth date by about six to eight months. Not proud of this, by the way. I'm not saying to youngsters to please go and lie about your age. It's not sensible. If you do train too young, there are thought processes that you can uh, stunt your growth. I'm not sure if there's any research to support that, but I've always heard that. So don't do that. I'm just telling you what I did and the mistakes I made. Um, anyway, so I've been training for, you know, a long time in the gym. Um sensibly sometimes not sensibly other i know at uni i used to sometimes do a couple of hour training sessions i was training for the royal marines i wasn't training for aesthetics although that you know did come too um, in part what i'm saying is is it takes years to grow the right amount of muscle that you might want i was speaking to somebody that i worked with recently um and i've been doing programs and things and supporting his training for a good three or four five years now and he's just done a cut, got himself down to 79 kilos. He'd been up over 90 kilos. And this is somebody who does bulk and cut in the way that the question is. And I said, how was the cut? How do you feel about it? He said, I'm still not as lean as you. And I'm about 84 kilos probably now. He said, I'm still not as lean as you. And I said, you know, I think part of that's genetic. My, my abdominals are quite, you know, they're large muscles. They're quite, so I get quite in deep, deep um, rivet uh, cuts between them that's genetic you know you can't change that some people have got very shallow abs i've only got seven some people have got ten you know you can't change these things um but also i wasn't as lean as this when i was in my 20s um i was about 78 79 kilos when i was a marine i was fast i was a good runner i didn't hold as much muscle so my body fat wasn't as low but equally i hadn't had the years to get that much muscle in i then changed my training quite a lot cut my running down did much more bodybuilding style training for a while now more not quite crossfit but more functional fitness i would say and you know i hold the muscle i i don't do as much running i used to do four or five runs a week one of them was at least an hour trying to do 16 kilometers an hour on the treadmill for an hour at a gradient sometimes in an altitude chamber so my body couldn't hold the muscle and i probably didn't eat enough to be fair i didn't understand nutrition as much so what i'm trying to say is the best thing i believe you can do is Follow a decent progressive training program that ensures your muscles have something to adapt to each week. That's what a training program with progression does. If it doesn't have that in there, you're probably not going to be able to progress and you're not going to be able to gain muscle. Added to which, you have to provide yourself with the building blocks and the fuel to not only recover and do the training sessions you're doing, but also to rebuild the muscles bigger if you want hypertrophy. Um, on top of that, I believe... You need to give it time. You need patience. If you rush it, you'll you'll think that your diet isn't working, you'll change it. You'll think that your training program isn't working, you'll change it. You'll see somebody else come in the gym who may or may not be taking something that you don't want to take. They look awesome. You ask them what training they're doing. They tell you they're doing a five-day split, chest, back, shoulders, arms, legs. So you start doing that. The thing is, you're not taking what they're taking. And actually, your muscle protein synthesis doesn't... Steroids extends that. So you can afford to only train chest once a week. And what you're taking allows the the muscle protein synthesis within the muscles to extend. For most people who aren't, you're talking, you know, a couple of days, 48 hours. So a push-pull legs. Push on a, a, one day, a pull the next day, a legs, day off, and then back round. So you're hitting the chest and the triceps and things sooner you know you might want to do a gvt chest and back legs day off 
shoulders and arms. So you're kind of hitting some of the muscles you hit with the, 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 the chest and back anyway. Day off, and then you're back around again. So, the, you know, these, these things, and I'm not saying you can't do a five-day split. I'm just saying sometimes you'll change from a program that really suits you and is working for you to one that maybe isn't as suited because Joe Bloggs is doing it and he looks great but maybe he doesn't look great because of the training. He looked great because of other things he's doing. Um, and that brings back to another thing. Don't, don't try to be anybody else. Don't try and copy anybody else. Um, you know, I have people all the time. I've not even done a podcast on it. What do you do? What do you eat? What training you do do? The training I do is on my website. It's the different programs that I've written and I've only written them and put them out there because I believe in them and they've worked for me. In terms of the nutrition I do, it's in my nutrition book. I've written it down with other examples of things you can do if what I do doesn't work for you. But there's no point in me saying I eat 100 grams of carbs plus 50 grams of blueberries plus 40 grams of maxi muscle blended with uh, spinach. That's And you copy it when you're 95 kilos because you're six foot eight. It doesn't work. You know, it, it, we're, we're, we're different. And as I said at the beginning of this, our psychology is also different, what we can cope with. So I feel like I've uh, rabbited on and this one's become a little bit of a, of a rant. And I, I don't mean it to be that way at all. It's just something I'm passionate about because... So many people spend hours in the gym and hours and, and a lot of money on gyms and personal trainers. And this is the biggest bugbear, personal trainers who don't really know what they're doing. I've worked with people who are paying personal trainers who they've asked for nutrition information and they've been given a one-pager which blatantly came from a bad personal training qualification course and they've said, oh, follow this. The personal trainer doesn't know what they're doing. And that, that brings me back to another point, which is if your personal trainer is a marathon runner and you're going to the for muscle game and they don't have that physique, maybe you need to look at another avenue. That Not every personal trainer knows everything. The best personal trainers are specific. I'm very good at X and that's what they do. I'm very good at Y and that's what they do. You know, you see personal trainers who do boxing coaching and the technique that their people are using are awful. Now, if it's just for heart rate, okay, fine, as long as they don't injure themselves. But if they think that they're doing boxing, you don't see them fully extend and really hit through the punches. They're, they're half-cocked punches. There's no twist to the hips and the change of the feet on the hooks. Awful. But, all right, if it's for fitness, and again, it sounds like a rant, it's not. It's just explaining to you that I'm passionate about this. People wasting their money on all the supplements under the sun supplement companies that their main sales point is, is a fat burner well that's how they came onto the market terrible you don't need a fat burner a fat burner for the last two or three percent body fat if that's how low you want to go maybe it'll help you but you could probably just take caffeine a little bit of um chili and have done with it you don't really need anything else that's in those fat burners unless you're willing to take other things like along with steroids that you don't really want to take because they're bad for your body and they can do damage to you so I don't want to see people waste their money and get disillusioned when actually they only need to tweak what they're doing a little bit and do the basics properly and they will get what they want. It might take six months to a year. It might take two years. It might, like my friend, take five to ten years for him to really grow a really, really, really great physique that he can be proud of. But when he does, it will be worth all the more. So I've tried to go over it all once. I'm going to, I'm going to wrap up now. Work out. Like I've said in every one of my books, know thyself. Work out what's best for you. Look at you. Ask your friends and family. Do you think I can cope with being overweight and bulking for six to nine months a year? If you can't, don't do that. Don't do it. If you can, great. If that works for you, brilliant. I've seen people go to the gym in hoodies and tracksuit bottoms. They never take it off. They train with that. They sweat into it. And then you see them start to do a cut and they look great. They've added the muscle they want to add go on the summer holiday, they're happy with that, and then they go back to bulking. If you've got the psychology for that, brilliant. Please do it, and I commend you. If you haven't, then work out the calories you need. 
get a decent training program, follow it for six to eight weeks with that training program, with that nutrition program, and then change the training program, follow it for another six to eight weeks, get the progression, but stick with it, stick with the diet, um, work with what I call metabolic meals, so you've got something to look forward to, so you do eat the odd bad bits of food and that, after a leg day, after an interval session, whatever it may be, it's all in my books, that to me, either one or the other, with how you in your mind think you will work, is the best way forward, and don't forget, everything's about compromise in life everything about life is a compromise none of us get everything we want all the time it may be that you start on the five percent surplus and try not to do a bulk but it doesn't really work for you because then you have to go away with work and you're at different gyms and you're eating hotel food or you're eating food on the road and it ends up being a bit of a dirty bulk go with it compromise work with it improvise adapt and overcome military speak and then once you get over that period in work where you can't do it, then you can go back to doing it the other way. You can go a bit of a trial cut. Some people like to do a two-month bulk, a one-month cut, a two-month bulk, a one-month cut. Whether that hampers their overall gains if they just bulked for a year and then cut for three months, I don't know. Um, or compromise in the sense of what your goal is and just try and enjoy the healthy side of it. And this is what I try to say to a lot of people is if you embrace the health, if you get a copy of my book and understand how to eat successfully for health and then follow a decent training program and maybe just up the amounts you eat, suddenly you'll see a huge change to your physique anyway. And that might get you where you want to go and you start to see the muscle and actually you realise you don't want to look like The Rock. You're quite happy looking like a men's health cover model and you you know, and, and that then sits better with you or whatever it may be. So I think I'm going to finish there. Bottom line, know yourself, work out what it is you really want, speak to other people, write down your goals, and then sensibly make a decision on the way you're going to attack it. If you have to compromise and change along the way, do so. Don't be afraid of that. But don't change every two weeks because Joe Blog says this, and then this personal trainer says that, and this person says that. That won't help you and you won't get anywhere. I hope that's answered the question. I hope people uh, have enjoyed that. It hasn't been too much of a rant. I apologise if it has. Um, If I've offended anybody uh, in terms of people who step step on stage and do what they do, please don't take it that way. I have utmost respect for the levels you guys get to, and I couldn't stand there and smile and hold those poses. Um, I just wouldn't get it right. Um, I just want the general person to know that there are other options besides bulking and cutting and only being in that top shape for a few weeks a year. There's a way to, to exist as I do, which is doing it, it all through the year. And if that's what you want, it is out there and you can do it. Just takes a little bit of hard work, dedication, and more importantly, knowledge. Um, as always, if you've got any questions, uh, at Sean Lowell Twitter, at Sean Lowell Instagram, Sean Lowell Facebook. Um, www.seanlowell.com for training programs and for my uh, successful eating nutrition book if you want to understand any of the things I've spoken about today. Thanks for listening.